"'Twas the night before Christmas, and all through the house, not a creature was stirring except for myself, who was up recording her latest podcast, so sit down, buckle up, and prepare to hear some spooky Christmas urban legends. Hello everyone, it is I, Knox, and welcome back to my podcast, Getting Spooky with Knox. Today is a special event because I am uploading on a Tuesday instead of a Friday, but that is because tomorrow is Christmas, and I wanted to bring you all some Christmas urban legends for this magical time of year. There will not be any other episodes this week, and next week we'll be back on a regularly scheduled day of Friday. And I gotta say, when I wrote the beginning of this, and I'm sitting here recording it, I was about to do the sewn version of A Night Before Christmas, because it's, uh, "'Twas the night before sewing, and all through the house, not a creature was stirring except for my spouse." So every time I went to say myself, I would say my spouse, and I'm like, no, no, don't do that. That's the sewing. "'Twas the night before sewing. Don't do that. So yeah. But let's jump into the Christmas urban legends, shall we? And first off, we're going to talk about Krampus. So, of course, I was going to start off with Krampus because I think he's the most well-known Christmas urban legend out there. And in 2015, they actually made a movie about him where a young boy accidentally summoned Krampus when he had a bad Christmas. And I haven't seen it. Well, I've seen bits and pieces of it because my dad was watching it, but I haven't sat down and watched it the whole way through. But I'm not going to spoil anything for you, so if you haven't seen it, um, you can go and watch it. I'm not going to tell you anything that happens in the movie that I know about. But if you have seen it, tell me what you thought of it. Do you think it's worth watching? My dad said it was pretty good, but if you've seen it, just let me know if you thought it was good and if I should watch it or not. Now, Krampus was actually popular in Central Europe and was seen as Santa's evil twin or a demonic entity. And he was seen as half goat, half demon. So he had horns. Some depictions I've seen, he's like sharp teeth. He used to punish children that were naughty. They were If they were bad, he would take them in his sack. And he I don't know where he took them. I think he lived in like a cave or something. So he would take them back to wherever he was lodging at the time. And he, he would torture them. He would eat them. And yeah, so just don't, don't be a bad kid on Christmas. You, I don't want Krampus to come and, and eat y'all. But uh, some people also believed that he was the son of the Norse goddess Hel. Now, this myth kind of popped up here recently. And if you don't know who Hel is, uh, it's spelled with one L, not two. Uh, she was the Norse goddess of the underworld. And this kind of became popular when an American author named Gerald Brom wrote a book titled Krampus the Yule Lord. And most people actually believe that Hell has nothing to do with Krampus, um, that Krampus has nothing to do with North, Norse mythology at all, um, and that this dude just wanted to make Hell Krampus's mom. Um, so take that with a grain of salt. I don't think it's true because I've studied Norse mythology before and I never heard of Krampus in any of the myths. So I think it was just this dude wanted to give Krampus a mom and he decided Hell would be a good choice. So take take that with a grain of salt. Um, but yeah, so try not to misbehave this year. I don't want anybody getting eaten by Krampus. Uh, but let's move into the next one, which you will get eaten by, and it's the Yule Cat. So there's actually another name besides Yule Cat, but it is in Icelandic, and I know for a fact that I will butcher the name, and I just am not going to even attempt it. I looked it up on Google Translate, and that was no help at all. I was like, yeah, I know I'm going to butcher this if I try to say it, so I'm not even going to attempt it. So the Yule Cat actually 
comes from this Icelandic tradition where people who worked hard all year and got their work done were rewarded with new clothes. And if someone was lazy and didn't finish their work on time, they would not receive new clothes. So parents took this and ran with it. And they told their children that the Yule Cat would know if they didn't work hard throughout the year because they wouldn't have new clothes. And if they didn't have new clothes, the Yule Cat would come and eat them. So could you imagine being a kid back in the day in Iceland and your parents are like, yo, if you don't behave and if you don't get your work done, this creepy cat is going to come and it's going to eat you because it'll know that you were a bad kid and didn't do your work. Like, it's a good motivator, but at the same time, I'd be terrified of cats from that point on. Like, if I saw a cat on the street, I'd be like, oh my god, is it the old cat? is going to eat me. I, I swear, I've been a good kid. These clothes are just a little dirty. They're new, I swear. So I, I would be a little freaked out by cats. I would never want a cat in my house after that. I'd just be like, yep, nope, no cats. I'll get a dog. That would be me. Um, and the next one is also another Icelandic uh, urban legend. It's about the Yule Lads. And they also have a name in Icelandic. But again, I don't want to mispronounce it so I'm not even going to attempt it. Um, and they are 13 trolls that have very distinct personalities. So let's meet the 13, shall we? So the first one is Sheepcoat Claude, who will try to suckle from the ewes that are in sheep sheds. Then you have Gully Gawk, who will steal foam from milk buckets. Stubby, who is described as short and will steal your food from your frying pan. Spoon Licker, which I think the name is explanatory enough, but he likes to lick spoons. Then you have Pot Scraper or Pot Licker, and again, kind of explanatory, but he steals pots that haven't been cleaned and will lick them clean. Then you've got Bowl Licker. Um, he'll steal bowls from up underneath people's beds because back in the day, people would hide or put bowls of food under their beds, and then he'll lick them clean. Uh, then you have Door Slammer, so he'll stomp around your house and slam doors to keep you and your family awake, so he sounds lovely. Then you have Skier Gobbler, and this one will steal the Icelandic yogurt called Skier, and he'll eat it. I hope I hope I pronounced that right. I, I probably butchered that word. I am so sorry. Uh, then you have Sausage Swiper, um, why Why did I just have that line from Dora where she goes, swipe or no swiping, pop into my head? Because that's the first thing I thought of um, when I wrote that. And he likes to steal stolen sausages and eat them. Then you have Window Peeper, who likes to peep into your windows. And if he sees something that he likes, he'll steal it. You have Door Sniffer, who is said to have a large nose and an appetite for stolen baked goods. Uh, meat Hook, who will steal meat that is left out. And he really likes smoked lamb. That's his favorite. And last but not least, Candle Beggar, who likes to steal candles and uh, any other sought-after household items. So, yeah, these guys like to cause mischief wherever they go, but at least they're not going to eat you like the Yule Cat. Now, I can't say the same thing for their mother, Grilla. I hope, again, I hope I, Grilla, I, ho- I hope I said that name right. Um, so, the Yule Lads had a mom. And Gorilla is their mama. And she likes to kidnap kids who don't listen to their parents. And she likes to cook them. 
There's a legend that said that she had about three husbands and 72 kids. And listen, if I had 72 kids, I might be a bit bit grouchy like she sounds. Especially if 13 of them like to cause so much mischief like the Yule lads do. I'd be like, I'd be grouchy just all year round. I'd be like, yeah, I'm going to just go and find all these naughty children and eat them. Because I don't want parents to deal with what I have to go through with my 72 kids. And it's also said that the Yule cat likes to live with her so she has a pet as well that also likes to eat naughty kids i don't what what is this with iceland iceland tell me why do you have so many christmas creatures that like to eat kids can't y'all just come up with something like santa giving a lump of coal (laughs) like why y'all gotta have people being eaten all the time and so needless to say i don't want to mess with any of these icelandic creatures because they sound scary af And that's all I have for you today. I hope you enjoyed learning about some of these Christmas um, urban legends and folklore from around the world. And I know I had fun looking them up and researching them just because some of these I had never heard of, like the Yule Lads, Yule Cat, Gorilla. I just, I never heard of them. And it was really interesting to learn about some of the traditions that people have of these creatures and how they got their kids to behave on Christmas. So if you have any questions or comments about this episode or any of my other episodes, or if you would like to request a paranormal event, urban legends, truth crime, or secret society episode, you can email me at getspookywithme at gmail.com, or you can contact me through my Twitter, which is at SpookyNox, or through my website, which is linked in my Twitter bio. Thank you all for listening. I hope you have a Merry Christmas, a Happy Holidays, and just an overall great day. I'll see you next week for our regularly scheduled episode on Friday. It will be a paranormal episode talking about the Exchange Hotel in Gordonsville, Virginia. So get ready because I've actually investigated there several times and I'm so excited to share my experiences with you. So I'll talk to you all next time. I hope to see you in the new year. Bye.